So welcome to the United Nations Secretariat Career Journey Podcast, brought to you by the Office of Human Resources and UNDP. In our conversations, we talk to colleagues from around the world about their career paths. We explore what career satisfaction means to them, what keeps them inspired and motivated in their daily work. My name is Kate, and today we'll hear from Matteo Betsy, a political affairs officer with the UN Verification Mission in Colombia. Welcome, Matteo, and thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to share with you. So to start, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, uh, sure. My name is Matteo Bezzi. I'm from Italy. And uh, since uh, 2016, I've been engaged with the United Nations political missions in Colombia, first with the first mission, nowadays with the verification mission. I'm currently working in the capacity of a P4, political affairs and liaison officer, as the deputy head of one of the regional offices uh, based in uh, Via Vicencio in the Meta Department. This region, where I'm currently working, was back in the years heavily hit by the conflict. And uh, nowadays uh, offers a glimmer of hope for the thousands of the revolutionary armed forces of Colombia, ex-combatants who five years ago decided to sign a peace agreement uh, with the government of Colombia and who truly believed that the peace was the only solution. And uh, well, beside my experience with the UN political mission in Colombia, I have also other working experience with uh, the United Nations system. I actually served on a peacekeeping mission in East Timor in 2009 and 2011, as well as was involved in several UNDP electoral projects in Guinea-Bissau and Afghanistan in 2014. And finally, I also have some experience with UNOPS in Kenya in 2013 uh, as part of a service provider which was implementing the European Union election observation mission back in that year. Thank you. And that's a very um, interesting and varied experience that you have. How did you begin your career in the United Nations? Well, thanks. Uh, well, as previously mentioned, my first experience with the United Nations was back in 2009 in East Timor, where I joined uh, as a UN volunteer, the United Nations Integrated Mission in East Timor, working with the UNDP electoral support team for the implementation of the 2009 local community elections. And uh, during that period, I was based in Dili, the capital city of East Timor, and I was working directly with the national institution, with the Office of the Technical Secretariat of Electoral Administration as an electoral advisor, providing back then guidance and assistance for a proper transfer of skills to the national electoral officer, uh, which were implementing the, the elections. And uh, more than 10 years have uh, passed since that very first UN experience, but I can still recall that group of, uh, I think we were 64 enthusiastic young volunteers from all over the world who landed in Dili full of hope and excitement and uh, eagerness to contribute our grain of sand to make that electoral process as smooth as possible. And uh, for, for myself, it was particularly enriching for my first UN experience to be working with individuals from so many different nationalities. They were mainly actually from Portuguese-speaking countries since Portuguese is also official language in East Timor. So there were people from Mozambique, Angola, Cabo Verde, Brazil, and Portugal, but also from all other countries, like remember from Bhutan, from uh, Bangladesh, and among others. 
And learning so much from working on this tiny island in the Indian Ocean just deepened my desire to engage more with the United Nations. However, uh, I have also to admit that shortly after the finalization of the community elections, I was offered a chance to work with the Carter Center in South Sudan, observing the 2011 self-determination referendum. Um, that was another history in the making moment that I couldn't really miss. So I decided to leave the United Nations and began work in South Sudan and then later in Nigeria as well with the European Union. Uh, the thing is that back then I left the UN in East Timor with a compromise that I would be available to go back to East Timor and support the parliamentary election the upcoming years in 2012. So uh, I really followed through and on, on that commitment. And in 2012, uh, after this very also uh, enriching experience in South Sudan and Nigeria, I flew back to Dili and I took again my position with the technical secretariat for electoral administration, where I serve as, UN, as a UN volunteer for another year. Thank you very much. So it sounds like you had a very formative and, and interesting experience in Dili uh, all those years ago. And then many other um, interesting and, and uh, adventurous even experiences since then. Now you're with the mission in Colombia. What skills would you say are essential for your job that you're doing today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm, well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> and uh, well, at the moment I'm working as a P4 political affairs and as an officer, and I'm the head, the deputy head of one of the regional offices here in Colombia. And uh, since my daily activities are mainly related to facilitating the reintegration of former FARC-EP as combatants into civilian life, I do consider that one of the most essential skills for my position is actually the ability to understand others' emotions, the capacity to actively listen to all interlocutors involved in the peace process. And this includes government officials, victims of the armed conflict, communities, local communities, and, and military officials as well. So as a result, I think that active listening, emotional intelligence, and uh, above all, empathy with people, uh, that would open up opportunities to better understand the local context, to gather quality information, and also ultimately to implement uh, the political mandate by verifying the reintegration of this and the security guarantees of former FARC-EP as combatant and local communities. That's what we are here for. What do you find satisfying about your job? Uh, yes, well, uh, after working for uh, five consecutive years with the UN verification mission in Colombia, I found profoundly satisfied uh, with the level of knowledge that I have acquired about the Colombian peace process as well as about the disarmament, the mobilization, and the reintegration of one of the oldest guerrilla group, groups in Latin America, the so-called FARC-EP. Then throughout the past five years, I really had uh, this, this opportunity to meet with uh, many important FARC-EP commander and uh, to dialogue with also a lot of government officials and, uh, and with the local communities and really listen to people. And this gave me the opportunity to understand the deep root causes of this conflict, which is a conflict that uh, I would like to mention that had lasted for more than 50 years and uh, caused, according to the Colombian National Center for Historical Memory, more than 220,000 deaths 
uh, among them mainly civilians, and uh, has also forced approximately 5 million people to flee their homes. So nowadays, uh, having acquired all this knowledge, and due to my consolidated experience in this country with the peace process, I can really talk quite frankly with all my interlocutors. And uh, since I have been confidence and trust, so it's very easy to communicate with them nowadays. Uh, in the beginning, there was a lot of mistrust, I have to say. When I arrived in December 2016, there was a lot of mistrust uh, with regards to the, to, to, to the United Nations presence in the territories. And nowadays, this open dialogue, free of prejudice and uh, uncertainties, has been extremely rewarding and, and, and satisfying for what I'm doing here in Colombia. So it sounds like you've derived a lot of satisfaction out of the uh, expertise you've developed about the political affairs and the peace process in the region. Um, what about uh, things that you've learned about yourself along the way? Yes, what, what I found also very satisfying, interesting, and I learned about myself throughout these five years in Colombia is that due to circumstances, I was... Uh, asked to, to, um, to take a uh, high responsibility to those I arrived here in Colombia. And uh, I've been in charge for two regional offices for more than uh, one year and a half, I think, in two, two regional offices here in Colombia. And uh, uh, I found out that uh, uh, I have uh, a strong capacity to, 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 to implement uh, uh, the operations in, in, uh, in this area to supervise colleagues to manage people. And so I found that very interesting for, for myself. And I think in the future, I would like to have opportunities again to, to, to lead uh, operations within the United Nations or as well with other organizations like the European Union or the Organization for Security Cooperation in Europe, organization that I've been already worked with. Uh, so you've been living in Via Vicencio, Colombia for five years now. What do you like about living there? Uh, well, I, I would like to mention that after many years uh, living and working in uh, really remote locations or in very pressing high security countries like Ukraine during, <laughs> during the conflict uh, uh, in 2013 or in Afghanistan, in Bissau, Nigeria, South Sudan, in Kosovo, among others, where I have the opportunity to work. Nowadays, I am based in a relatively calm and a large city located only 80 kilometers from the capital city of Bogota. Uh, from Bogota, you, you're going down to the mountain range where the scenery alternates between the beautiful green forest and the grazing fields. And it's needless to say that this contrast in conditions compared to other duty stations is quite a breath of fresh air. And uh, here in Via Vicencio, the, the weather is really pleasant and mild all year round and makes also it a perfect spot for living and enjoying life by exploring amazing waterfalls, for instance, in the middle of the forest, or as well, uh, it gives the, the opportunity to visit Bogota on weekends for cultural, culinary, on our programs. So I have a really varied, <laughs> uh, there are really, really different opportunities here. And uh, I will also to, to recall and to mention that the people, not only via Vicencio, but in general in Colombia, are generally very caring and pleasant. And uh, it's been very rare to encounter rude or impolite behavior with anyone here in this country. So I would say that this is, this is also this is something that is priceless in the, in the daily life. 
You paint a very beautiful picture. It sounds like a, a nice place to live. It is indeed. And how has your work and your life changed during the coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, during the coronavirus uh, pandemic, I was based here and then remained all, almost all through the, the, the pandemic period in Via Vicencio. Things really changed because we quickly adapt. I was really surprised because we quickly adapt to new working dynamics. And uh, we took the opportunities uh, back then uh, during, during the pandemic restriction lockdowns to reach out uh, local authorities and interlocutors and st stakeholders that uh, were based far away from our duty station, from our regional office. So we really took this opportunity to organize a lot of uh, meetings, uh, well, remote meetings with uh, authorities. And uh, we, and this was, was, a, was a huge opportunity because normally we would have traveled to this area maybe once uh, or, or a couple of times every six months. So uh, we, we, during the first six months, I think it was very uh, important for us to, 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 um, to, to ensure the communication with these uh, remote uh, uh, locations. And, uh, uh, and uh, however, after, after a while, we also felt that uh, it was needed to go back to normality to again have this uh, human contact with our interlocutors. But, uh, and that's what is happening today. Nowadays, uh, we are combining uh, remote working with uh, presential meetings, especially with our interlocutors and uh, ex-combatants as well. But back then was something that was very interesting. The dynamics changed very fast and uh, we adapt very quickly to the, 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 the new circumstances. Interesting. So it sounded like uh, you had more contact with some of your stakeholders than, than previously, at least in the initial stage. Yes, that, 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 that was the case during this period. It was very interesting and, and important for us to, to, to maintain these contacts, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Let's now turn to the future. Where would you like to be career-wise in, say, five years or so? Yeah, uh, well, I have recently, uh, last week, turned 31, and I celebrated my fourth birthday in Colombia. And uh, during the next five years now, I would like to gather more experience with the United Nations or also other organizations like the U or the OSCE or also other international NGOs, and uh, more than 10 years uh, ago, I started my career in electoral affairs. And, uh, and I would like actually to get back to work with elections and democratization processes. Uh, and then career-wise, in five years, uh, I would like to have the opportunity maybe to work in the HQ in, in New York, in the Department of Peace Building and Political Affairs, and uh, for instance, in the Americas uh, division, where I, since I have this uh, Latin America experience, not only in Colombia, but also in Ecuador, Nicaragua, Brazil, and uh, or also in the electoral assistant divisions, uh, since I have uh, a very strong background in elections, election, election observation, electoral assistance. Uh, that being said, I also believe that uh, bringing this field experience to the HQ would be something that would be extremely valuable in order to share with senior management in New York the real challenges that uh, UN officers, UNVs, military observers are 
quite often facing in the field mission. So I think it uh, would be uh, a very interesting opportunity to me to share uh, my experience from the field in, at the HQ level. Okay. We don't have many waterfalls near New York City, though. It won't be as, uh, as beautiful a place, but it sure is dynamic in many ways. Um, so lastly, Matteo. I, 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 I can definitely adapt to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and so finally, uh, could you tell us what makes you proud about working for the United Nations? Yes. Um... I have, I would like to say that working with the United Nations in a mid-management position is a very high personal and professional achievement. Uh, however, frankly speaking to you, I have to admit that spending the last 10 years serving the United Nations, even more actually, serving the United Nations as well as working with the EU, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, and as I mentioned, other international NGOs like the Carter Center or International Republican Institute. This has not been really an easy journey uh, since the high level of personal sacrifice that is needed to work in often remote and difficult conditions and uh, being away from family can be a real challenge. And uh, that being said, I would also mention that the difficulties and the sacrifice I've experienced are somehow counteracted in very real and meaningful ways by knowing that this work is making at least a tangible impact in the lives of people who are vulnerable to very difficult circumstances. And, uh, and, and this is actually the grounding principle that helps me through, uh, knowing that there is a purpose to what we are doing and that I'm also working alongside other colleagues uh, who genuinely want to serve humanity. That's why uh, I... Uh, that's, that, that's how I feel proud about working for the United Nations nowadays. Thank you so much, Matteo. That was really uh, inspiring to hear about. And um, I wish you the best of luck in your, in your current job and a wonderful holiday vacation. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to share with other colleagues, with others, my, my experience. And, uh, and it was really nice to talk to you. And, uh, Thank you.